0: up on Encouragement Live, the Bible has a lot to say about widows. Tonight's program addresses how that should be done. Miriam Neff, founder of Widow Connection, joins me for Encouragement Live. Welcome to Encouragement Live, providing biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of practical life issues. Now here's your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. Thank you, Steve, and friend, it's so good to have you with us as live from studios in First Baptist Church of Fate, Texas, Encouragement Communications presents Encouragement Live. Tonight we're going to talk about a subject that's addressed throughout Scripture— one that Jesus had some things to say about and James had some things to say about. That topic is widows. Miriam Neff is with me tonight. Uh, Miriam was married to the late Bob Neff, who was the vice president for broadcasting at Moody Bible Institute and Moody Radio for many years. Miriam, uh, when she reached widowhood, felt called of God to start a ministry for widows that's just had a tremendous impact on so many people. Miriam, it's great that you and I could do radio again together
1: it's so good don and i'm glad we've had times that we could meet in person and i've been on the radio with you before but also we have shared memories of for me the most important man in my life except for of course jesus himself <laughs> right. uh, so i i really appreciate don and you shared some of your remembrances about him and that's very special but you know as you mentioned about me now Who would ever ask God, I would like to have a ministry to widows. I'd like to understand them. I'd like to care about them. I mean, talk about something where God orchestrates in your life something that you think, how can good come out of that? And he has given me, and I use the word calling, and someone might say that's a pretty strong word. Hey, I'm telling you, when God taps you on the shoulder when you have become a widow— and points out all the things that you're seeing and feeling and suffering from and says, who's talking about that?
0: Isn't that And
1: you don't find anyone with a biblical basis doing that. Uh, Get ready to be called.
0: And you were the one who was called, and we are so grateful for that and for your answering that call because, again, Jesus talked about widows and we're going to get into that a little bit tonight certainly James got into that he talked about pure religion and undefiled before God and the father is this to visit the widows and the orphans in their affliction and to keep oneself unspotted from the world Miriam Neff has established this ministry you can learn more about it at widowconnection.com and our toll-free number tonight if you are a widow or even if you are not a widow but would like to talk about About ministering to widows, our number is 855 586 Life. That's 855 586 5433. That is a toll free call, and we'd love to hear from you tonight as we talk about this. And Miriam, how many widows do you think there were in the Bible? I I was looking at a concordance. There are quite a few.
1: Well, there are more than 11. And a lot of times we don't think of Bathsheba as a widow, but she was. Mm-hmm. We don't think of Abigail as a widow, but she was. Uh, or even the prophetess Anna, well, we know she was a widow. That would maybe yeah. be a more obvious one. Yeah. But Besai- and Tamar widowed twice, yes. uh, and she has gotten a really, I'll call it a bad rap, which was very much undeserved yeah, because she was doing yeah
0: wasn't her fault, right? Yeah, there was no. there was a man to blame for that. And then there's another uh, widow that we're going to talk about that most people don't think about that basically is labeled as a widow on Good Friday. And uh, since Good Friday is coming up next week, we'll get into that and touch on that. Again, the toll-free number as we talk with Miriam Neff of Widow Connection is 855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. By the way, we archive programs at masterlifecoach.org. You can check those out. We'll be back right after this. Are you hungry to help hurting people, but not sure how you can? The Master Life Coach Training Institute can help. We're providing basic online training in a community of faith-based coaches that can provide you with the skills to help others move beyond their challenges and struggles in this most difficult time. Check out our 14-week training program at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. The focus is Jesus message is the gospel. The task is the Great Commission. Global Advance founder, Dr. David Shibley, on the focus of his worldwide ministry. Prayer is more important than ever before. These men live in
1: danger, and our teams that go to minister to them are
0: increasingly in danger. To learn more about empowering frontline leaders worldwide, visit globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. Our program is called Encouragement Live. I'm Don Hawkins, joined tonight uh, by uh, a lady who has experience as a widow, Miriam Neff, uh, married to the late Bob Neff for many years. And uh, God has issued a calling in her life to minister to widows, and her ministry is called Widow Connection. WidowConnection.com is the website. And Miriam, as we went to the break... I suggested there was a widow that most people probably don't think about as a widow, uh, but there's a passage that deals with Good Friday that suggests that this particular individual was a widow.
1: Well, we think of, uh, we know uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus. Where our, the primary way that we understand her significance is as his his uh, biological mother. However. Uh she also wore the badge, and i we don't wear this uh happily or willingly or by whatever she was a widow, and there are scriptures there are at least two that are very clearly couldn't support that. one is the uh wedding where she was there, and they ran out of wine, and she asked her son to you know create wine, which he did but a widow, a wedding like that, she should have been there in attendance with her husband, and he, Joseph, is not mentioned. So that's one. But what you mentioned about Good Friday, Jesus' last words, the words, the last statements he made, one of them was to his uh, loved uh, brother in discipleship, John, speaking to his mother, mother, to say to him, take care of my Mom. Well now these are I'm paraphrasing it. Sure, this. right. And to to Mary, this this is who will be taking care of you. Here he is in his last breath. He wouldn't have needed to do that if Joseph was alive.
0: Right, yes. And and what a wonderful thought that was that he While he was in the process of dying on the cross for your sins, my sins, the sins of the world, as we will be commemorating this next week and then would rise again from the dead, but he commissioned John the Apostle, the one who was closest to Jesus, humanly speaking, the one who leaned on Jesus' breast, the one who was part of the uh, three inner core, so to speak— Peter and James and John, the one who wrote the book of the Revelation, the only one who did not die a martyr's death out of that. And Miriam, he was the one that Jesus entrusted the responsibility of the oldest son to care for his mother, his widowed mother. And, And what a remarkable thing. Now, you mentioned that God... Didn't originally put you into the position of being a widow, but when God called Bob home to heaven after a long battle with ALS, you sensed God calling you uh, to start a ministry or to get involved in this ministry. Tell us a little bit more in detail about that, if you will.
1: Well for one thing I experienced so much heartache and I lost 75% of my friendship network which is typical although I didn't think that would happen to me hmm. and uh someone tried to do a scam on what little life insurance I would get and I felt defenseless I found that even within the body of believers uh I was alone I didn't want to sit where I'd sat before uh, there was no one there to touch my cheek when I cried.
0: We'll be right back after this. Businesses have faced many marketing challenges this past year. Ivor Selman's of Dynamic Whisper Marketing offers helpful insights.
2: Brand your company, your team as consultant. No matter what your service or your product is, you need to use consistency and repetition. And you need to understand that social media plants your company in people's minds. SEO enables people to find your business.
0: You can learn more at DynamicWhisperMarketing.com.
2: With original Medicare, you don't have a network. You can go to every hospital and doctor nationwide that is accepting original Medicare.
0: Medicare can be so confusing, and Tony King says with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you.
2: Medicare Part C is Medicare Advantage plans at your HMOs, your PPOs. Medicare Part D is your prescription drug plan. No one wants a penalty. Nobody wants to have to pay more than they have to pay. you got to know how these work, and that's what we explain.
0: Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field.
2: And when they get on Medicare, they're just bombarded with all sorts of mail. And they don't know what is the right thing to do, how do I enroll, what is the donut hole, and they get fearful.
0: You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y. T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S.com.
3: When you need to consider independent or assisted living or memory care for a parent or spouse, Restoration Senior Living provides a distinctively Christian setting with the most stringent quality care. Restoration's innovative program addresses the medical, emotional, and spiritual dimensions, leading to an enhanced quality of life. You can learn more at RestorationSL.com. That's RestorationSL.com.
0: So thankful that you could join us tonight, friend, as we talk about ministering to widows. The toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE, 855-586-5433. If you're on the line, stay on the line. We will go to the phone call shortly. Right now we're talking with Miriam Neff about the ministry God called her to, and that is Widow Connection. And Miriam, I'm sorry that the break came upon us suddenly there, but you're a veteran of radio, so you understand about those hard breaks, right?
1: Oh, I sure do. So no problem at all.
0: So can you pick that up right where you were?
1: I sure can. So I was experiencing... uh, Many of the losses, in fact, I think about every, not all of the losses, but most yeah. of the losses that widows do experience statistically, and that 75% loss of friendship network. That was really, for divorce. Yeah,
0: that was really shocking. 75% of your friends, and, and you I'm sure you and Bob are active in a church and uh, very involved. You had a big circle of friends at the, the, the institute there, and, and, and yet you still experience this.
1: Yes, and that, that was a surprise, but I say that, but people listening realize it shouldn't be that way in the church. There are 103 verses in Scripture that talk about us as widows, and it's very clear you know, that we are to be stay connected with us, to know our needs, to uh, protect us. There are so many things that Scripture is very clear about, and when I became a widow and was experiencing that, I couldn't find one faith based ministry, wow. or one faith-based book, uh, or anything to come alongside me. And that's where, and there was a night in Africa, Ouagadougou, uh, I was there to kind of following in Bob's footsteps to try to figure out what I do next, where you see the need, you experience the need, your heart is broken, and I say, God, tap me on the shoulder. Now, I did not feel a tap on my
4: shoulder, okay? <laughs> right, Sure.
1: I knew so clearly, Miriam, what are you going to do about it? Hmm. And we started simply with just a website with encouragement, and I have a counseling background and information on grief and depression and sadness and all of that. And as you know, Don, because you've looked at my website, God has put many new things. It's all the same same focus but many new ways that we do that, including overseas and finances and things like
0: that. Yeah, and you're really touching a lot of people with WidowConnection.com, and I want to encourage our listening family to jot that down, particularly look at the resource Not Alone, 11 Inspiring Stories that Miriam has written. Uh, This is a book that will encourage and inspire individuals. And I love your purpose statement, Miriam, that the Widow Connection informs encourages and equips widows. And you might just touch on that threefold ministry, if you will.
1: Well, first of all, when we talk about informing, there are one million new widows in the United States this year, and our average age is 56. Now think of the information they thought they had for their future that they might not have to Mm -hmm. the extent that they need it. So we we do inform, but it's with a biblical basis. That's mm. the encouragement yeah. factor. Yes, And I could read a Jacqueline Kennedy's book as a widow, and she had, was a courageous widow, but there's no spiritual encouragement there. So, uh, unapologetically, we go to Scripture, that's what it's based on. But then, uh, when I talk about, uh, you know, kind of continuing along the path together, Uh, that's an important element that it's not simply saying yes we inform and we encourage but we equip and internationally at some of the developing countries we train young widows in a saleable skill tailoring sometimes baking so that there's a concrete way that they don't have to go into trafficking or giving up their children Uh, now that has with doors closed because of covid but and we'll be back. Right. Uh, so <laughs> that's one. Yes. Of, but we, locally, we do many things here in the United States with with classes and so forth. It's pretty broad, Don. Sometimes yes. I think well, Lord, you had a lot of big ideas here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he certainly did, Miriam, and I think you are the ideal person. You know, Bob was a visionary, and what he did at Moody, and uh, he and I had the privilege of working together on a little radio counseling program called the Minereth-Meyer Clinic uh, back in the day uh, that has touched a lot of lives over the years, and uh, we have a lot of material with Dr. Frank Minrith that we're using in the Master Life Coach Training Institute. And uh, some of you tonight... Uh, perhaps uh, have been ministered to by Miriam or by her ministry, the Widow Connection, our toll-free number. If you have questions even about how to deal with some of the specifics, uh, Miriam mentioned finances, that's a whole new ball game when you become a widow. Or maybe you're a widower. We'd love to talk with you about that as well. 855-586-LIFE is our number, 855 855- Five eight six five four three three. We would uh, love to hear from you, and uh, certainly I want to remind you again that you can uh, check out uh, this program when it's archived as a podcast, and other programs as well. They're archived at afr.net, also at masterlifecoach.org. Now, Miriam, What are the biggest areas in ministry? You guys, as you mentioned, have a very broad ministry to widows. What is not being done to minister to widows that the body of Christ needs to be doing today?
1: The number one thing is to stay connected. And if you say to the widow, well, call us if you need something, she will not pick up the phone. And that we have learned through COVID more important. Well, we knew this before, but now we know it. The church is not bricks and mortar. The church is not just the program on Sunday or whatever, and I'm not minimizing that. But the church has always been people connecting at wherever their level of need is. And as I discovered, there weren't people—people uh, people were disconnecting rather than connecting. Mm. And this is something that it's really easy to do— Someone needs to continually, and those of people in the body of believers who know that person, need to continually check in with her, check in to say how she's doing, invite her to something. She's probably going to say no if you invite her to a couple's Valentine's dinner.
4: Oh, yes. And,
1: but, but if you say, you know what, can I come go walking with you in your neighborhood? Or can we meet for coffee when coffee places are open? (laughs) Yes. Uh, And find out and keep calling with suggestions and ideas because eventually she'll start saying yes, and she needs to be connected with. And we did some specific things during COVID we could talk about as well. But the most important thing is stay connected because there are people that will try to take advantage of her in many ways. She is vulnerable, and the church needs to protect her, come alongside her, and help her through Mm. this transition.
0: That's the biblical concept of encouragement called alongside to help. Jesus modeled that. The Holy Spirit is the encourager. Barnabas and Onesiphorus and others modeled that. And James clearly, as a pastor, instructed us in James 1 to visit the widows and the orphans in their affliction. Our toll-free number, and we'd love to visit with you tonight, 855-586-LIFE, 855 Jay is listening in Texas tonight. Jay, good evening. You're on the air with us. Go ahead. Well,
5: good evening. Uh, it's very interesting uh, I'm calling back tonight. Uh, I spoke with you a couple of weeks ago. Yes, uh, I was scheduled for some serious surgery. How'd that and, go, by uh,
0: the way? Yes, we prayed uh, I, for you.
5: Yes, sir, and, and I have a praise report that uh, God brought me through that, and I'm um, I'm at home recovering from that now. And I happen to be a widower, and boy. Miriam, I, I I couldn't agree with you more about uh, people uh, trying to stay in contact because it is a it's something that uh, only someone who has lost their life mate could understand. But it's a very hard place to be in. And but
0: uh, well, Jay, I'm so glad you called us tonight to share that dimension of your life. And, uh, Miriam, uh, it may be that widowers are a little bit like widows were when God tapped you on the shoulder. And maybe there's somebody listening to this program that God would say, I need to do for widowers what uh, Miriam is doing for widows.
1: Well, I hope that happens. And, in fact, in uh, Minneapolis, a group wanted to do that, and I, I went there to meet with them. Uh, with the group of widowers that were wanting to start it to because in some ways, the concept is a same, like jay, like what you were saying it 's the connection. how do you do that and uh one of the things people said to me, Well, you should make it for widows and widowers, you should, and i'm think said i I simply say, I see the world through my female eyes, through mm-hmm. my woman eyes.' Now, have some men, widowers, read the book from one widow to another and found it helpful? Oh, I've been contacted by many because grief is grief and the, the possibilities of depression and things like that and being not connected. I understand there are many similarities, but I can't say I understand because that's, mm, yeah. you know, my eyes are my eyes, but I know that there have been some. Uh, attempts in some areas anyway to minister to widowers. And some there's some general uh resources like grief share, although some of the widows that have come to our groups and, and got gotten our D V D series said they really didn't want the general stuff of grief share or be sitting at a table with someone who'd lost their child or
4: yeah.
1: whatever. And and we're I'm not minimizing the value of that. I'm just saying it's different, and as Jay has pointed out, um, that the loss, to become one, and half of you is gone, yeah. so you feel like you need major corrective surgery, yeah. but it's God almost, is going to yeah. heal you.
0: Yeah, it's almost like you've had an arm and a leg amputated, not to mention losing half your mind and half your heart. It's just incredible, the dimension of loss, and Jay, I know you've experienced that. Miriam, would you lead us in prayer for Jay at this point?
1: Lord, we praise you for bringing Jay through this health issue that he has faced recently. We praise you for the healing of his body. But I pray as a person who is single now, as is he, that you heal his soul and his heart and his mind. And help him know, first of all, that you are holding him tightly and you are hugging him to yourself and you are not going to disconnect from him. And may he too, though, find some people that he can relate more clearly with that might have some understanding, if not complete understanding, at least a bit. We pray for that healing for his soul and his spirit. I pray this Jesus in your precious
0: name. Amen. Amen. And Jay, we're so glad you called us tonight. May the Lord bless you, my brother, and we'll continue praying for your complete recovery. And we'll be right back. Our toll free number, 855 586 Life. Stay with us for more. I think fear is part of the situation today. Dr. Tom Schof of the Hope Speaks Clinic. A change in mood for the worse, meaning sad or low, often there's low self-esteem. it will be fatigue, change in energy,
3: change in sleep pattern or sleep quality, change in appetite, potential change in concentration for the worse.
0: To schedule a Zoom appointment with one of the Hope Speaks Christian Professionals, you may call 972-669-1733. That's 972-669-1733.
2: If you've sensed God's call in your life to provide direction and encouragement to others, Christian Life Coaching may be just the tool for you. The Master Life Coach Training Institute has developed an online training program that provides a solid, biblical, and practical foundation with 14 fundamental coaching skills. Learn more at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach. Org. Life Coaching, a tool for making a difference.
0: South Asia has more people living in poverty than anywhere in the world. IMPART is a global ministry committed to transforming 100,000 communities in South Asia, physically and spiritually. We need your help. Less than 50% of families have access to clean water. A gift of $2,000 will drill one well and provide clean water for 300 people. We'd be honored to partner with you in this noble endeavor. To learn more about IMPART and to give online, go to IMPARTUSA.org. Thank you for caring about the people of South Asia. Medicare can be so confusing. And Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. Her book, Medicare Survival Guide, can guide you through the Medicare maze. You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T O N I S A Y S.com. Welcome back to Encouragement Live. Our toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE. Here again is your host, Don Hawkins author of Master Discipleship Today. Tonight we're talking on the program with Miriam Neff. Miriam started Widow Connection, and those two words in that name, Miriam, I think are so appropriate because, as you mentioned, the number one issue is people bailing out on you, so to speak, even your close friends, your uh, believers in your church and others, uh, and finding out that you're sort of a fifth-wheel uh, when it comes to couples, people are paired off, and uh, so uh, in reality, we in the body of Christ need to figure out a way uh, in this post-COVID era uh, to make a connection with widows. And and you've done some things uh, relative to uh, the coronavirus uh, that you've started with your ministry. Tell us a little bit about that, if you will.
1: Well, for one thing, uh, m- many widows have a more solitary life anyway and then you add COVID to that, and they're very much alone. And uh, one of the groups that I heard this idea from another, someone else that I was in ministry with when we started teaching some of the classes, uh, to just deliver a small gift to as many widows as you know. And so Widow Connection, I contacted my church, and I said, we will take care of the expenses. We'll do the work. We want to just prepare a small gift. And Uh, It was summertime last summer, so we wanted to give a colorful plant like a geranium in a bag with a scripture verses rolled up and a card, an encouraging card, and chocolate. Hmm. So, I mean, we have our principles, but now these were all individually wrapped bars.
0: I'm so glad you included chocolate in that. You know, chocolate is one of the four basic food groups. Don't know if you were aware of that, Miriam.
1: I just now learned something new. (laughs) Actually, but I, I said go ahead yeah go ahead so I, just, I, we th- I thought there might be thirty or forty widows in the network of orchard, and there were a hundred and thirty wow <laughs> so I went to the the nursery where I go and had my tax exempt form and I wanted these colorful plants, and they said, those aren't $3.99 a piece for you. They're $1, because wow. look at what you're doing.
4: Amen. <laughs> and w-
1: we delivered that. We had a work day at my house. We had the chocolate table, the flower table, and then drivers. Now, sometimes they left them at an office. For instance, if it was a—we have something here called Luther Village, where many yep. of the widows have separate apartments. So sometimes it stayed in an office three days. Sometimes we had a cell phone number, the person came to the door, we left it at the door, we have waved and sometimes prayed through the door, but I had, I was a deliverer also, Mm. many of the widows invited me in, we sat six feet apart in their living room or on their back patio.
0: With your masks, I'm
1: sure. Oh yes, they were hungry for Mm. a person, and they had not had any contact Uh, which we understand not going to worship services. Sure, yeah. But um, it's one of those things where I think churches, and I love my church, but I think with all of the things that happened, they were scrambling to figure out how to to preach on Zoom or
4: whatever. (laughs) And then
1: we did another similar thing, but we handed out warm scarves in a beautiful bag with chocolate. This was at a Michigan retreat, and there were more than a hundred there, and we included a colorful scarf. Oh. So be creative, and churches have picked up on that idea, and, and many have done the similar things. They pick the gifts and some kind of food item because we like food.
0: Oh, we do, and we love chocolate. I uh, Where I came up with that, you know, I used to be with Back to the Bible, uh, radio ministry, and uh, Woodrow Crowell's assistant and my assistant, Kathy Strait, uh, had a sign on her uh, door that said, Chocaholic Hill. And uh, so oh, wow. I, I knew I'd come to the right ministry when I got there, but I can't remember who said that chocolate was one of the four basic food groups. But uh, it, it's a little humorous, uh, but it's a good thing. And And dark chocolate can be a very healthy thing. Now, we're getting off the subject here. I want to encourage you folks to Prayerfully look over Miriam's website widowconnection.com, and prayerfully consider supporting this ministry. One of the ways that you can have a ministry to widows is by praying for her ministry, and by getting behind her ministry in a financial way. And I would encourage you to do that. To visit widowconnection.com, our number is eight five 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 eight six five four three three. Roberta is listening tonight in Virginia. Over AFR. Good evening, Roberta. Thank you for calling us.
3: Uh, thank you for uh taking my call. Go ahead. Um my husband he passed away um this August will be four years. Hmm. And um my life has changed very, very much, obviously. Sure. Um even through all of it, um, Even as hard as it has been, I I thank the Lord that I always remembered that he was there, that he was with me. Um, But um, as, Miriam, what you talked about, um, my husband and I went to a specific church. Um, I think we had been there probably three, four years um, when my husband passed away, but he had lung cancer. And... um, they were very loving to us, um, but I don't know what happened after my husband passed away. Um, i at, retrospectively, I look back and I think that I probably made myself too vulnerable um, but I believed you know these were people that that cared about me um and um. And I was told um, that uh, sharing my problems caused people, that it just pushed them away.
0: Boy, Roberta, I am so sorry to hear of what happened to you. And sadly, Miriam, this is a very common thing. Uh, The three last words you ever want to say to somebody who has suffered grief and the loss of a loved one, a spouse, is the words, get over it, which in essence is what Roberta was hearing. Uh, What would you say to Roberta, Miriam, that might be of encouragement?
1: Roberta, I... I Apologize to you on behalf of the body of believers. Yes, Scripture is very clear. Bear each other's burdens. Scripture is very clear. uh, Accountability. So, how do people hold you accountable, or you hold them accountable for not doing that? If you can't talk about it, it's simply unbiblical. What what that statement is unbiblical. And, you know, 50% of the widows are no longer in the church. They were in with their husband one year later. Wow. And so, uh, and this is part of it. Now, let me give you some thoughts about why sometimes people, because I've, I've heard some of these myself, and I've heard from so, thousands of widows on my website of different things they've heard. One is, well, we didn't know what to say, so we don't contact you. We don't know what to say, so we'll just stay remote. You know what? Stay connected and say, I don't know what to say, but I care about you. Yeah. Wow. That is a world. That is a world of comfort. And when we share uh, our burden and it may be, you know what, we need some help establishing a different budget or we... uh, don't know how to. We we don't think we should climb to the second story outside our house to try to wash a window. I mean, yeah. these are there are many practical things. Look at what the body of Christ is forfeiting in blessing in in obedience.
4: Yeah.
1: And sometimes someone says, "Well, we don't know if we want you around couples because you know." It it might be a threat. Some actually feel it's a threat to their marriage to oh have a single my. woman. Yeah. I, I'm telling I'm not making this
0: up Yeah. Not <laughs> and, biblical it, but it's reality, isn't it? Yes. Mm. And
1: it's like please you think I'm that kind of a woman? I mean, okay, I'm a little blunt here, Don, but you know that. <laughs> I me. do,
0: and, and it needs to be said. I'm Miriam, I'm so glad, and and you are the person who needs to say it, and, and I just want to echo what you're saying. It's just incredible to think about. The last thing we need to say is button your lip and don't say anything else and don't talk about your late husband. Don't. Uh, and, and I want to add, Roberta, my apology to you for the body of Christ treating you in this way. And Roberta, I want us to pray for you, and I'm going to ask our listening family to pray for you that God will bring people along. And I want to encourage you, Roberta, to check out the resources on WidowConnection.com. I think there'll be a great encouragement to you. Heavenly Father, thank you that Roberta called us tonight. Thank you that she shared her pain with us. And Lord, Lord, I pray that you would forgive those who did not treat her appropriately, who disobeyed James 1 and did not visit her verbally or otherwise in her affliction. And I pray that you would bring people along who would come alongside her and be the hands and feet and arms of Jesus to her and would love her and care about her, and I pray that you would just give her the grace that she might look out for other widows as well, that she can minister to, and that the pain that she suffered, very much like what uh, was shared with us by Miriam, the pain that she suffered in losing her beloved Bob, uh, encouraged her to start a ministry that reached out to widows. And I pray that Roberta would do that as well. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Roberta. So good to hear from you tonight. Thank you. God bless. Bye bye. The toll free number is 855 586 Life. And boy, uh, Miriam, this uh, program has touched a nerve, wouldn't you
1: say? I would say it has. And you know what? Churches are missing out on the blessing. We as widows should be the most generous people in the church, and we should be the most praying people in the church. And when I say generous, I don't mean that we're all wealthy and it's a big paycheck. Although Mary Magdalene broke a very expensive bottle of perfume <laughs> she sure and did. gave it to Jesus, and the yeah. widow that gave two mites was commended as well.
0: Yeah. I was just thinking but about it, that widow that gave two mites, and Jesus said she gave more than anybody, including the millionaires and billionaires that were bringing their money to the treasury. And
1: the Pharisees that didn't pay attention to her—we don't know who they are—but she goes down through centuries as an example. Now, what if the widow has left the church because she's lonely and no one's reached out? That church has missed out on the blessing. She knows how to pray. She knows separation from one you love. She knows how to come alongside a new mom that is feeling like, "Oh, I'm discouraged." She can say, yep, but you're going to be fine. I mean, this is, this is a, a, a widow is a wealth of comfort and blessing to the church. The church is missing out on that, and, and, and I'm encouraging churches to step up.
0: That's our encouragement tonight. I want to encourage you to think about the possibility of being the catalyst in your local church to get a ministry to widows going if you don't already have one. And you can reach out to Miriam at widowconnection.com to find out more. We'll come back and finish up our program after this. Isaiah 40 tells of the ministry of John the Baptist to clear the way for the coming of the Lord Jesus. In the 21st century, PathClearer Ministries, established by Dr. Tom Dooley, is clearing the way for others to follow an effective ministry to glorify Christ. The focus is on fostering biblical leadership and partnering with ministries of like purpose to maximize global kingdom influence. To learn more, visit pathclearer.com. Medicare can be so confusing, and Tony King says with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. Her book, Medicare Survival Guide, can guide you through the Medicare maze. You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T O N I S A Y S.com. I think fear is part of the situation today. Dr. Tom Schof of the Hope Speaks Clinic. A change in mood for the worse, meaning sad or low, often there is low self esteem. it be fatigue, change in energy, change in sleep pattern or sleep quality, change in appetite, potential change in concentration for the worse. To schedule a Zoom appointment with one of the Hope Speaks Christian professionals, you may call 972 669 1733. That's 972 669 1733.
3: Are you someone who finds joy in helping others? If so, you might consider training to become a certified Christian life coach. The Master Life Coach Training Institute provides training that will equip you as a coach to use biblical principles to apply to personal, social, and relational issues. You can learn more about this 14-week training program that will move you toward life coach certification at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org.
0: back with Miriam Neff on Encouragement Live, our toll-free number 855-586-LIFE. 855-586-5433. Denise is listening tonight. Thank you for calling us, Denise. Good to hear from you. Go ahead.
2: Thank you for taking my call. Um, I've just got so many things going around in my head. Um, my husband passed away May of two thousand seventeen and it just seems like I really didn't have a chance to grieve much because my mother passed away two thousand fifteen, my husband two thousand and seventeen, my father two thousand eighteen and my sister two thousand and nineteen. And it's it could there be such a thing as delayed grieving
0: Oh, I think there probably could, Denise. Let's talk to Miriam about that. Uh, you've probably seen that, I would suspect, Miriam.
1: Oh, I haven't, Denise. I am so sorry. The fact that you were able to pick up the phone and call tonight shows you've got some inner strength there. Mm. And and there is, besides anticipatory grief, that is grieving your your the loss of someone you love when they're still here, which with Lou Gehrig, oh, wow. I did yes. that right. because you know it's coming. But what you are experiencing is sometimes life keeps throwing those things at you and you don't have that time to sleep in till 10 o'clock and cry till 11 a.m. You you You're not, you can't because you're For you, you're adjusting to the things of not having your husband with you and countless other very important people in your life that require time and thought and tears. One thing that I, that I have uh, learned and back in my, in my counseling training and experience. Uh, sometimes there are reality windows in life. And I remember one widow that didn't cry at all of the loss of her husband for two years, didn't shed a tear, and people thought she didn't love him. And it wasn't that at all. It was the, the kind of thing, in a way like what you're experiencing, where she wasn't able to. But the other thing, and I say this, and for those of you who are in churches and are looking for ways to care about people, we're all different. Some people don't shed a tear for a while. Some people cry buckets. Some people are grieving five years later. Some are, my mother in law, Bob's mother, after her husband died, in six weeks, his closet was cleaned out and everything. Wow. Boy, I sure wasn't on that train. <laughs> so there uh-huh. might come uh-huh. a time, Denise, when your tears will flow. And you know God keeps them in a bottle, but yours might be a bucket, and He'll treasure, He'll treasure every tear. Uh, I think what you're experiencing or feel maybe that you should—it's normal for you—and give yourself grace to be on your own schedule with that. Uh, it doesn't matter if people understand you or not; God does.
0: Yeah, and that's a beautiful statement that you've made there, Miriam. And Denise, there may be some folks there in Tennessee who uh, can rally around you, and we will be praying that they will do so and uh, will share with you. And then, when you feel it's appropriate to cry and weep and you come to that stage in your grief, you can do so. Or it may be that uh, you cycle back and forth through some of the other stages of grief, and Miriam and I will talk about those in just a bit but we want you to know that God understands your heart. And and I love that statement, Miriam, that God puts our tears in his bottle. Would you lead us in prayer, Miriam, for Denise and for others going through what she's going through?
1: Oh, Lord, I pray for Denise, and I pray Isaiah 54, 5 for her, that our husband is our maker, the Mm -hmm. God of the universe. And while Denise grieves the loss of her husband or would like to more thoroughly think about him and can't with all these other losses. You are her husband now and you hold her tightly. You have a bottle ready or a bucket ready to collect her tears when they come. Help her to be grace, uh, experience grace and mercy and give that to herself to uh, just take things a day at a time and be careful not to be thinking what other people expect of her or what they think of her, it doesn't matter. God, you are our audience of one. You are her husband, and you're her audience of one, and that's what matters. So please envelop her in your comforting, loving arms tonight. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Denise, so good to hear from you. And we will encourage our listening family to lift you up in prayer as you process your grief. Okay? I really appreciate that. Thank you. God bless. The number is 855-586-LIFE, 855-586-5433. If you want to listen to this program again, you can archive, find the archive at masterlifecoach.org or at afr.net. And I want to talk, before we go back to the phones, uh, Miriam, about the stages of grief. There are a number of people who've written on this subject, Christian and secular. Uh, most people recognize that typically uh, you start with denial when it comes to grief, but you sort of go through so those other stages and not on a time schedule, Right.
1: Well, I did not experience denial. And so here's one of the problems with the stages of grief. And I studied that. I have a master's from Northwestern in this stuff, Northwestern and yeah. Evanston. Right. Uh, I studied this stuff. But here's, if you re- look at those stages, you think, well, I'm not doing that, or I'm not like that, or that's not the month that that happened for me. I never experienced denial, I did experience numbness. And that mm. we do finally come to a place of acceptance unless we stay mentally and spiritually unhealthy. Yeah. Uh, because God is the great healer. But one of the things we need to remember in relationship to what these stages supposedly are Psalm 113, 139, 13 to 16, we are fearfully and wonderfully mm. made. Yes. So we're all different marriages are different. Some are dysfunctional, some are wonderful, some are erratic, and each person is uniquely made, so the marriage is going to be different. So the process afterwards is going to be different. And for some, uh, becoming a widow or a widower is, and I've talked to some of people, it's a relief because it was a troublesome marriage, and they weren't, they felt the that they needed to stay, and so we make judgments based on what we see, and we don't know. God does.
0: Yes, he does, and that's so important. I wonder, uh, Miriam... If the fact that, Bob, and with ALS, with Lou Gehrig's disease, it's such a long, drawn-out thing. I lost a cousin to Lou Gehrig's disease, and he had the same name as me. His name was Don Hawkins. So, obviously, I had a connection with that uh, disease, as you did. I wondered if that might be one of the things, uh, a pre-loss grief, that prepared you in some ways.
1: It is. It's called anticipatory grief, and you can look it up, and it's identified and studied, and it's real. And for instance, when my husband lost his ability to walk, and we had at times been runners together, put on mm. our running shoes and go out in the neighborhood, I, I could not put on running shoes and leave him at home and go out running.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: So I, and that's a, that's how it's, it sounds like a trivial thing, but it's, It's an illustration of the anticipatory grief, of knowing what's coming. And that changes, and you, because of your cousin, you would know a little bit about this. But other people didn't know that, so they didn't know that we had a connection with running or things like that. So again, I, I stress connect and love them and give grace and mercy. Do not judge and do not have them carrying the burdens alone. That's not the body.
0: I hope folks, you are listening intently to what Miriam Neff is sharing. Bonnie is listening in Alabama over AFR. Bonnie, so good to hear from you tonight. You're on the air with us. Go ahead.
2: Thank you very much. I had never heard this program before, but I am so excited. Widow Connection group. I, do want to continue to hear it forever and ever and ever, because I tell you what, when they told me, well, my husband, the coroner said, stood up, died with a heart attack, and then fell down. And uh, he was one of those Penn State engineers with many patents, and you've experienced some when you, before COVID, when you ride on the plane and the, um, food cart came down the aisle and he hit a air pocket and the wiggle of the plane and the food cart stayed right there and that patent on that um, brake was his patent. He had many patents and I missed him so much because I didn't. He was a typical engineer. I knew none of his passwords for his Apple I Mac and I. Laptop and phones and I just had. I'm
1: going to tell him when I get up to
2: heaven
0: and say, why didn't you leave me some of these passwords? Oh, Bonnie, <laughs> you shared some great memories with us. And, you know, Miriam, I was thinking about this with you and Bob. Uh, obviously, we're not going to marry or given in marriage in heaven, uh, but I think we'll still have that spiritual and emotional bond uh, when we've been married as long as you and Bob were and as long as Bonnie and her husband were. Your thoughts on that?
1: Well, there will be recognition there. We we know that. Yes. Yeah. And I am always careful to not to say only what we know, not what I kind of guess or wish. And another thought, though, and, Bonnie, I hope you take comfort in this. We will be so content to look at Jesus' face
4: yeah.
1: and be in the home he's prepared for us. I mean, when I talk about uh, Isaiah 54, 5, that God, my maker, is my husband now. He is so much better than Bob was. And, I, and as Don, as you know, Bob was a good man.
0: <laughs> he was a good I'm man, not, yes.
1: I wasn't, I'm not, but God will be so fulfilling, will be so content, that's all that will matter.
0: Let me lead us in prayer. The music tells us we're running out of time. Lord, help Bonnie. Give her grace. Lord, help her to process the grief she feels over her husband. And bless, I pray, especially the ministry of Widow Connection. In Jesus' name, amen. Miriam, thank you so much. God bless. Blessings to you. Good night from Encouragement Live.